Welcome back, ladies, to another amazing episode of the Aim For You Ladies podcast, where we focus on self-acceptance, our mindset, and living our best life. I'm your host, Sophia Tuckett. I'm excited today because this episode is packed with so much delicious content. If you are a mother tuning in or even a caregiver, I want you to stay to the end. I have Michelle McVitie, who is a child life specialist, a author and a parent, as well as a coach. And she's giving us all the goodies on how we can raise our children and not only raise our children, but step back and to become better parents and not to beat ourselves up along the way. Let's get into it. Michelle's going to share with us what we should be doing and how we can approach different life situations that come our way. She's going to share with us how we can start building confidence in our our little ones in regards to if they're feeling shy, a little bit timid, and not as outgoing as we kind of thought they would be. So Michelle, I want to ask you, just give us a little bit of a background on how you got to where you are today. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. So child life specialist, a lot of people don't know what that means. Um, I have been working for over 20 years and um, I work with, I've worked in daycares as a behavior therapist, um, a specialist I've worked with young offenders and I've worked in pediatric medical and mental health in a pediatric private practice and also in my own business as a parenting coach. So it's been 20 years of living in the trenches with people, supporting them, understanding where they're coming from and creating my business around giving parents the tools that they need because children do not come with a manual. No, they do not. So how do you support parents in regards to supporting their children to gain more confidence in who they are? Yes. And I think confidence is kind of one of those tricky words, because what does confidence mean for you means something very different to other people. There sometimes is a, um, an issue with the personalities of the parent and the child that are conflicting because a quiet child that maybe is not so outgoing does not mean they're not confident, but we are outgoing. We are the life of the party. We would have 30 friends and my child only has two or three friends and they don't want to go on stage and be a dancer. They'd rather take an art class or do something that's a little quieter while they don't have have confidence. So is it our perception? Is it that the personality is not connecting and we don't understand? Um, Because, you know, I just talked to a, a client today, a great parent, both parents have similar personalities, and their child is very, very different. So it can be frustrating because I would have never acted that way. I don't understand this. Um, You're fine. What are you worried about? And sometimes it's just, I'm quieter. I'm actually not worried, but I don't want to talk that much. Um, It's just not what I'm into, but you want me to be what you want me to be. And we have to kind of step back from that a little bit and really say, is this child struggling? And if they are, (laughs) then we can go from there. Right. 
I'm laughing because there's so much truth in those words. Like it's our perspective of what confidence is and how our child should show up in a certain way. So how do you support parents around that then? Because I know for myself and I, it's not even confidence, right? It's more so resilience in my oldest one, right. To be like, you can do this. What do you mean? You did it yesterday and today you can't kind of thing. So how do you support us parents that are just like, seeing that we have two kids, one super resilient can just figure it out where the other one's just like, Oh, I can't and gives up real quick. Yes. And then we see that as lack of confidence. And sometimes it is lack of confidence, especially when my sister can do it. And I can't, I go to school, everybody else is figured it out. I'm always getting in trouble or my grades are not so great. Um, or I don't have so many people to talk to. And that comes at a certain age and some children are more self-aware some children are more aware of how people respond and that is part of self-concept self-concept is connected to your self-esteem or your confidence and when we realize how we fit into the world how people respond to us and what we bring to the world then that's when some of that self-doubt happens. Why can't I do this? Or I'm trying really hard, yet I get in trouble all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, What is the matter with me? And why is it that my friends are, are good at this and I'm not? that could be also part of it. So that self-awareness, because you have, you could have a child that's not very resilient and they've got their head in the clouds because they have no idea. (laughs) Right. Sometimes that's okay, right? We worry as parents thinking, ooh, um, but that child is doing okay. It's when that self-awareness is there and then that affects who they are. It affects their self-concept and it affects their their confidence and their Mm self-esteem. Jeez, you've said so much there. Support parents along these lines of, you know, parenting styles and such. Have you ever gotten to a predicament where, you know, you have two parents that are complete opposites and their expectations of their little one is so different? How do you handle the parents? Because you're not even talking about the kids anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where it comes down to is that the message from the parents needs to be affirming. I love you no matter who you are. Um, you're, even if your behavior, you're struggling with your behavior, I still love you no matter what. And that needs to be a strong um, message to your children. Um, because as they grow and as they struggle and as their personality changes and as they start experimenting with things and understanding who they really are, we want that affirming message to say, you are safe here and you are loved. However, what tends to happen is our triggers get in the way, our values get in the way, our personality gets in the way, and then the partners have a hard time coming together. because. I value something different than you value. I see this child's behavior in a certain way. I get triggered by this and you don't. My idea is that we need to do this way. We need to punish more. We need to be more strict. And then you come in and you fix and you coddle and you're creating this problem. And is there some truth in that? I don't know. You'd have to look at that. But a lot of times it's our own hang up right? Of what we should be doing and they should be acting this way and they should be doing this. And then we're shooting all over the place. Right. (laughs) 
And that is a thinking trap, right? It's like black and white thinking or that always or never thinking. They never listen. They're always getting in trouble. They're always arguing. Really? Like they never listen. They're always, but that is us. And we could be at our stress point. And then because the parents are not working together, whether you're solo parenting or you're working together, everybody has to be maybe not on the same page, but on the same, in the same book. So you have to know your negotiables and your non-negotiables. And let's talk about this because are we really concerned about this behavior? What is your hang up with this behavior? And what is your biggest fear? And is there any truth in that? Right. It sounds like a mindset. It sounds like a sense, right? It's a mindset um, yes. trap, right? Yes. Um, Great answer. And there's so much that you said there that I resonated with on multiple levels, by the way. Um, Another question for you, though, Michelle, how can you or how can we as parents support our kids to feel self-acceptance? Like, how can we teach self-acceptance to our little ones, you know, anywhere from like four to eight or even older? What would you say? Yes. Well, and I think it happens. um, It's it's personality. And some children are more sensitive. Some children have a lower mood. Some children have more um, negative thinking because some parents are like, well, where did you hear this? Who said that to you? It's just part of who they are, especially when you have an anxious temperament. Um, Those unhelpful thoughts kind of go through our brain more. They hold on to those things. Um, They're like, oh, I said something stupid. Now my whole class is going to think I'm stupid. And they've held on to that for a week or two weeks or three weeks. Right. So I, this is why I do what I do because I dig a little bit deeper with parents trying to figure out what's going on. But in general, we want to give that message, that affirming message. I love you. And who you are is unique and beautiful. And what is it that I love about myself? Because maybe they're not so good at math, but I'm really good at soccer and I'm a really good friend. Um, And as they start getting older, then those positive affirmations can be a little bit easier for them to understand, to kind of boss back those unhelpful thoughts. There's where's the proof in this? And it's about being part of things, to practice things that are even hard for us, to be good at things. I I remember the first time I even did a presentation and I love to talk. I could be here for hours. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I used to be a quiet, shy, shy, shy child. And because of life circumstances, because of the way my parents brought me up, they put me in dancing, they put me in things where I had to step outside of my comfort zone. And then in my career, I started doing presentations, and it got easier. And I'm like, I really like this. I love doing this, but it was practicing it. And even when I fell down, it's learning from that and getting back up. I've thrown a lot of tips at you there. But it's not a black and white answer. Right. right. No, I get that. Thank you. So yeah. Michelle, what is one final takeaway that you could just share with us parents that are listening to inspire us to be better parents, right? Like every day we obviously are doing our best with our stressors, life, adulting, yes. right? So what is that one thing you could share with us to just I don't know, wrap a nice warm blanket around us that we're still doing our best. 
Yes. And I think that is the thing is that I like to say a lot of times, take your foot off the gas because we are pushing, pushing, pushing constantly. Sometimes we are doing things that should be working. There's that should again, and it doesn't work. It's not working, but it's because of the child's personality or we have to give it time. We have to be consistent. This has just been a bad week and emotions ebb and flow. So take your foot off the gas. Um, And that self-compassion of saying, I did my best today. Focus on your effort and that you are human. Your children are human. um, And we just never know what we're going to get. So this is something that's hard for us to do. However, it's important and you cannot, you, there's no point in shoveling in a snowstorm. But this is sometimes what we do and we're shoveling in the snowstorm and we just push through and we're surviving or thriving instead of surviving. So take your foot off the gas, do things that you love and enjoy those moments with your kids and focus more on the positive. Yeah. Great advice, Michelle. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. And I'm going to leave all of your details below in the podcast notes wonderful. I hope all of you tuning in enjoyed having Michelle McVitie join us this week on the podcast. I loved her energy and all of her advice. There's so many takeaways here. I intend if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a review. So aim for you ladies becomes an option to more listeners. And don't hesitate to DM me or voice note me If you have any comments or show ideas for the future, Michelle's details are all listed below on the episode notes. And until next week, ladies, continue to aim for you. Be well.